The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Saints made a smart decision re-signing Alvin Kamara. Now you can make a smart decision of your own. Sign up to become an annual Saints Happy Hour Fan Club patron and save 5% off the monthly rate. You get access to the Saints Happy Hour daily podcast ad-free. No ads Ever. You get the Saints Happy Hour Booze Bundle, four swag items, amazing. Access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. What are you waiting for? This offer won't be around forever. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com, sign up, and save 5% today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. Oh, it's Friday night. That means it's time to get you ready to gamble your hard-earned money on college football. Whatever you want to gamble on. It's football season. We're going to gamble. So... Andrew, my normal co-host of this Saints Happy Hour podcast, he set this up with, I've never talked to him before, but uh, he's a friend of mine through Twitter, Ben Ben Mintz. Ben, thanks for joining us. I don't know where Andrew is. I guess he, he got drunk and uh, and passed out on his couch. But uh, Ben, you're about to, and follow Bennett on uh on Twitter, find him to search Ben Mins. You're about to go work for Barstool. You were about to become a major mega star. So we got you right before you become 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 a rock star. Remember us when you become famous. Oh man, I can't say enough, Rob, how excited I am to come on the Saints Happy Hour podcast. <laughs> I'm bummed Andrew uh, passed out early because you know my career journey. I started doing sports radio in Shreveport, Bossier City, in 2015, and you know I've been having Andrew on that show uh, that I did for four years. I mean, I've had Andrew as part of it. And, uh, I've always loved uh, everything he, he does. He's a real sharp guy. So uh, I, I hate to hear he's passed out for this one, but uh, hopefully he just gets some good sleep and tailgate for what's going to be happening <laughs> football weekend. Well, I, call, I called him a bunch of times on the Skype, so maybe he'll just pop on in or text me or something. But uh, I want before we get to the gambling, I want to talk to you. You're working at Barstool, and – I don't know how how much you you you're willing to tell, but your story of how you got to Barstool, you were telling me before we we hit the record button. This, it is amazing, and it gives it should give everybody out there hope who's doing stuff on social and is like, I want to do sports for a living. I want to do it as a hobby. I want to make something of myself. I want to get seen. Your story of how you got found and you got hired at Barstool, it made me so happy. Tell the people how it happened. Uh- Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And it's actually, so basically I, I, I'll make this, I'll give it, I'll give a quick summary of the journey. So I, I got hired for Shreveport, Bossier city in 2015 and I was four years and three months of drive time in Northwest Louisiana. I was like a 300,000 person market, three to 6 PM. And I got hired with no experience. It was horrible at the very beginning. A friend of mine and Andrew, Sean Fox kind of helped me get the job because North Louisiana radio and uh, Monroe and Rustin. 
And I got a long leash, luckily, up there. And I was awful the first nine or ten months. But, you know, you do something yeah. three hours a day. And Reps, uh, with man. repetition, you, you, you yep. get a lot of experience. And uh, and it really took off in years two and three. And I kind of made the brand my own with fantasy and gambling. Well, fast forward, to the, long story short, I get let go on March the 9th or 10th this year, right as COVID happens. <sighs> on, on the dreaded words, no, the dreaded words in radio the station reformat change, which is never, <laughs> never a pleasant, fun word. So I get let go in mid-March. Then within 48 hours, I had three or four job offers. I accepted a job offer with ESPN Baton Rouge on the phone with Jordy Clotta. I've been a part of Off the Bitch with Jordy Clotta and T-Bob Bear for four years as their gambling picks guy. So I accept a job offer, and then COVID shuts the world down, and the offer disappears into the wind yeah. literally the next day. And so I was unemployed from mid-March to late June. And I had Andrew actually on my YouTube channel during that time. And then in late June, I got a call from uh, Jimmy Ott. There was a, they they kind of redid the lineup at ESP in Baton Rouge. And I got a job to be his co-host. And it was going well in Baton Rouge for three months. And I was building it up. And, you know, I was getting a great response down there and had a bunch of sponsors. And then on October the 3rd, it was the second week of the college football season. I'm a big, big uh, – I was the only non-LSU grad for ESPN Baton Rouge. I'm an old Miss guy, even though I'm from Monroe, uh, from North Louisiana. Well, River, River's watching, Mississippi State, right? Yeah, Rivers is Mississippi State, and yeah. uh, she's sweet, though. I always loved everything she's done for ATB. Her production value is uh, phenomenal. But so Ole Miss and Kentucky were playing on, uh, on the second game of the year. And I was watching the game, and the game's in overtime, and Kentucky's kicker misses an extra point, and Ole Miss has had a miserable last four years with the NCAA sanctions. And so Ole Miss scores, makes the extra point to win, <laughs> and I'm just going nuts in my den in the Garden District in Baton Rouge. And my producer, who was my roommate, uh, Playboy Marty, one of the best names in the game, he just sees me going nuts and is like, our social media and radio people will think this is funny and has the presence of mind to just hit the record button and be yeah. going crazy. Uh, after Ole Miss won. So he tweets out on Twitter, someone's excited about Lane Kiffin's first SEC win. And it's a video of me it. going nuts. It was yeah, amazing. It's and it's obvious go- go. So go ahead. So that, so that 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 gets you noticed. Yeah, so Saturday night, you know, it gets some views, whatever. I don't think anything of it. Well, Sunday morning, I'm driving to Natchez, Mississippi, for the ESPN Baton Rouge Sunday morning show at uh, Magnolia Boss Sportsbook that we did. It was Jimmy Ott and Rohan Davey, the ex-LSU great quarterback, former New England Patriot. Awesome dude. Can't say enough great stuff about Rohan. One of the most unique characters I've ever met. So my phone goes off like a nuclear bomb at 9 a.m. when I'm 30 minutes outside of Natchez. Yeah. And I check it when I park, and it was Dave Portnoy. Prez retweets SEC football just hits different. Then I looked down at my phone, and Dave Portnoy's followed me on Twitter, and I was just like, whoa. And then <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes before we go on the air at 945, I'm sitting there with Jimmy and I and Raylon and Sportsbook. I get a DM from Dave Portnoy. We're ready for you to come up come work for us at Barstool Sports. And uh, I jumped out of my chair. I was just in shock. Like, this can't possibly uh, be real life. And so Dave and I schedule a phone call for the next day. And I'm standing out by the Mississippi River on the Bluffs and Natchez, beautiful, uh, kind of like 4, 4 35 p.m. And I say hello. And Dave, the first thing he says to me, I'll never forget it. He goes, your voice sounds exactly like how I hoped it would. Love the Southern draw. And he said, <laughs> I don't know everything about life, 
but I've been pretty good about finding talent, and you're my guy. And I was just like, whoa. Wow. <laughs> That's like, amazing. It, it's crazy. It, you know what, though? The thing is, and, and I say this on Twitter all the time, and I say this about the New Orleans market, and I, I and they have some, they, you know, David Grubb did a good show. I mean, he he's doing a podcast now, but I say this about the New Orleans market: the New Orleans radio market, because it's still stuck in the year 1995, and how they do things, it has allowed. I believe it's a it's one of the big driving factors of why the Saints Happy Hour. Sometimes we do when you combine all of our stuff over 60,000 views a month. Because people, the times, the tastes, everything changes, man. And they and, and the thing is now, it's the barrier to get noticed. Five, ten, even you know, years ago, it was hard yet to get a show, and you, you had to get you had to do the show, and you had to get sponsors to pay for the show, and you had to do live spots and do all that. Now, you just create the content. If it's awesome, people will like it, they will share it, they will see you, and like you, boom, you're at Barstool. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff early. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah, it's just, it's so crazy. And uh, you kind of mentioned it, man. The social media world we live in, it's just, it's completely different. It's all about adapting and evolving with the times. I mean, Barstool literally has never spent a, mo- a dollar on marketing, ever. They just do all the social media stuff and run it through there. And, you know, whether it be minute funny videos or YouTube, and y'all have done such a good job of that with Saints Happy Hour Podcast, is just being on all those platforms and yeah. getting yourself uh, that kind of exposure. And that, that's just the way the world works. And what's great now, though, is you can get noticed. I mean, like, if this yep. was 20 years ago, how would Dave Portnoy ever no. have a chance to know who the hell I am? I mean, it never no. would happen. And, and they've relaxed their standards of what is acceptable and your sort of credentials and stuff. You know, 10 years ago, WWL would have been like, we are not putting you – you have no experience in front of the camera. We're not putting you on to talk about the Saints. Now they put me on every Monday morning, and I'm like, I just fire out three Saints jokes, insult Eric Paulson, and then I'm done. And this is a new <laughs> world, right? And and that's how they view it. And it's I'm just you're just one of my favorites on on uh, on social one one because you you gamble, and that's why that's one of the things you're here for. I, and we've had we had um, we had the the marketing director from. Um, uh, BetUS.ag, which is a sponsor of ours, um, and he was was talking about how difficult it was to set the lines. I have to say, I've given up on college football, but you were telling me you're doing pretty well at it. I find it's chaos. Like, it was a struggle, and I just bolt. Like, I don't know what's going on with teams. They're canceling games. They're postponing Florida and all this. But you say you're, you're rocking it. How have you been successful at college football this year? Tell me your secrets, Ben. I, I, I honestly, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I've been doing. I've got a few college football theories. Actually, I do know some stuff. I do. Okay, first of all, 
college football, if you're betting over-unders, you, if you're going to bet an under in college football, you bet the first half under instead of the game. That's a huge mistake people make, risking overtime. And these college games last forever because clocks don't stop on first downs. And if yep. you're not Alabama, you get tired in the second half. These G5 teams, nobody can play for four and a half hours without getting tired. So you see these games that are 10 to 7 at half end up 41-38 all the yep. time. And so I'm really big on first half unders and then a lot of times second half overs because these games just play That's out, great... especially in the G5. It's very, very similar. You just see them get so wild in the second half no, uh, routinely. A... So I've had a lot of I've had a lot of success with that. Theory. That is that is a, that is a really interesting theory, and I agree with it. And and look, college football, college football, college football overtime is just it murders. If you bet the under and you go to overtime in college football, you're done. Like you can just light the ticket on fire. It's a wrap. I mean, no. It... It is. That first half under theory is a good, you know, I really, really like that theory. I mean, I think it's because you see defenses come out fired yep. up early in games before they get tired and as offenses sometimes struggle to adjust. So that's kind of been one of my things. And then another thing I like to do in college football is you see these 14 to 21 point underdogs will win outright sometimes. I mean, yep. you see it a decent bit. And so if you can find a book that's got the money lines that are four and five yep. and six to one, I mean, you can hit some of those, and you can kind of do, you know, smaller yeah. bets and just, you know, kind of take some longer shots. But it actually happens. You see big upsets in college football all the time, whereas in the NFL, you know, the point spreads are so much smaller and the edges are smaller, so you don't really have that option. Well, college football this year is chaos. It's complete. It's 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 complete chaos. And and you know, you had that first week where you had ULF. Yeah, they went to Iowa State and won. I mean, the Sun Belt beat three P5 teams that week, you know? And all, all Big 12. Yeah, all Big 12 teams. So it, it's it's chaos. And But I'm going to I'm gonna try that that first half unders because I'm a gambling degenerate, and I like to get strange and exotic like that. I, I like that theory. Um, you know, for this week, as you look at these games, and, and one thing that's that, that's been one of my sort of – it's not really uh, – Sort of a, it's more like a, I call it an investment strategy where every double digit underdog in the NFL the last three years, I've bet them and they've won at least 53% every year. This year, the Jets single handedly are torpedoing the theory because the Jets are so fucking atrocious, Ben, that, <laughs> that, that, like, the numbers, you would think that Vegas. And, and these bookmakers would be like, look, we're just going to set these lines ridiculous because people are betting against the Jets. And, like, the numbers are gargantuan. And it's not its not even – I mean, it's, it was a little bit close against Kansas City for a bit. But, like, they are – they had a they had a half – they played Buffalo and they ended up covering. And, I, you know, I had them. They were, my, they were, they were plus 10. Ben, they had four yards offense in the second half. Four yards. Do you know? Do you know how hard? I mean, I I don't know how old you. I'm old, so I watched the Saints at like their darkest moments the last thirty years, right? I watched them when they had Werfel and Ditka and Heath Schuler. I watched them when they had Todd Bauman, the Katrina year. They got shut out back to back weeks with Ditka, but I guarantee you they didn't have a half where they had four yards offense. Like that is, like Ben, I feel like. I feel like me and you could be the off. You could hand us the play, the the offensive, uh, Sean Payton's offensive play call sheet, 
against Tampa Bay. And me and you could run the Saints offense and call the plays, and we would not have four yards of offense. Like, or you could just pick plays at random. You could roll the dice and be play. That's a six. Let's do do play number six, Ben. Like, totally, like, you'd have to work so hard to be that bad. And yet it is, yeah, and they're, they're, ruining, they're ruining my investment, Ben, and I'm, I hate Adam Gase. Yeah, Joe Flacco is uh, – you can't set out point. I mean, Joe, you and I both have better footwork than Joe Flacco. I mean, you know how to get <laughs> well, out of bed. Well, maybe you do. I don't. <laughs> but he, I he's don't. got – I mean, he, whenever he was in there with Darnold was out, I mean, he's literally got feet that are just like made of a bag of sand. <laughs> I mean, I've just never seen somebody that can uh, move, move so poorly. But I do like your 10-point or higher theory in the NFL – because uh, historically it hit like high 60s before the last five years. I mean, 10-point underdogs or more in pro football was it was a great gambling strategy. I mean, it made a lot of money for people for a lot of years. But, you know, every now and then I guess a team like the 2020 New York Jets shows up and just sets I it mean, all on fire. This, this Jets team, they're as bad as the 0-16 Cleveland team. And that 0-16 Cleveland team, the, those two years where Cleveland was just awful – they were better at the beginning of the year. Now, the end of the year, Cleveland struggled and they had kind of quit. But here's the thing, Ben, with the Jets is, like, with COVID, like, I think the Jets are, like, two weeks away from their players are just going to be like, I don't want to be here. This is COVID. I just want this to be over. I'm not going to play hard. I'm just going to not get injured and worry about 2021 for myself. Like, I believe these bad teams are are going to be atrocious, especially post-Thanksgiving. And I, I worry about my double-digit underdog theory because I just, I just worry about with COVID, it's going to make the trash teams trashier, if that makes sense. Is, oh, it so, does. So I'm really I, – I got to do it because I'm committed to it. I'm five and six for the year. But I, 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 think, I think this might be my worst year of du- betting every double-digit underdog ever. Yeah, I, I see your theory because people are going to check out, especially when it's cold in December. Uh, at least, at least though, they have to play to get paychecks. College football, <laughs> the bad teams are going to check out even more because they're not getting paid when it's when they're two and seven. I think it could be even worse in college. So, so for this week, do you have any bets that you like as we get to yes. specifics? Because people want to make money. Okay. Yes, I do. Uh, do you want college or pro? I thought. Let's start with college. Okay, I've got a few college plays. One's a G5. I really like the Memphis Tigers to just just murder South Florida. Charlie Strong set that program on fire. And uh, Jeff Scott, who's you know got good ties with Clemson, has to clean up a mess. Memphis got rolled by Luke Fickle, Cincinnati, who suddenly – I mean, they're unbelievable. Cincinnati's, and so Memphis C- is, Cincinnati is good, and Luke, he's a good coach. He's getting the next – he's the next – he's the P5 getting like – I mean, the G5 guy that's getting a huge job. I mean, he, he's got to be the next up for a monster one. But Memphis got rolled at Cincinnati last week. I think they're in a bounce-back spot. Brady White at quarterback's been there forever. They got skill, position, talent, speed. I, I think they're just going to just kill South Florida tomorrow. So that was my first one. A couple other ones I've got were uh, – I told you I like to play the first half unders. Uh, I'm on the under in Tennessee, Arkansas. Both those teams have had pretty salty defenses and bad offenses this year. So do you, like do you worry? Do you <laughs> worry about – what's, what's the total for the first half under in that game? Uh, it's, the, the total for the game is 52 and a half. I hadn't seen the, – the first half ones usually come out the day of the game, and so I'm better yeah. morning of it. So are I hadn't you, seen the first half. Are you worried that Tennessee – 
their quarterback, they've gone back and forth, and they had the game against Kentucky where I think he threw three He threw three pick sixes, or was it two? They threw two on, like, back-to-back plays, and then the next guy, they benched Scorantano, and then the next do, guy came in and threw a pick on the Do you worry pass. that the offenses might be so abysmal that they'll create scoring chances for these bad offenses that, that they'll be able to cash well, in feel, on? I feel like Jeremy Pruitt's just not going to let his quarterback ruin anything anymore, and he's just going to play defense and run the ball, <laughs> and that's just what it is. Uh, at this point, Felipe Franks, I mean, he's obviously not a world beater, but he's been a little not as turnover-happy uh, this year at Arkansas, and you know, Barry Odom in Arkansas, that former Missouri coach, uh, man, well, the job he's done as defensive coordinator has been phenomenal. I know A&M got him last week, but uh, I feel pretty good about both of those, those defenses. I kind of like – I think A&M's in a little bit of a trap spot tomorrow. I know A&M's played better the last couple of weeks. South Carolina's a nine-and-a-half or ten-point home underdog. And then Will Muschamp, there's three coaches that are like this. It's Will Muschamp at South Carolina, Tom Herman in Texas, and Matt Campbell at Iowa State. Man, when these guys are underdogs – Man, they are unbelievable, but don't ever, if they're a favorite in a football game, you run for the kills <laughs> at the other side. All run away. these guys, it's crazy, man. When they're underdogs, they do really well. The teams show up and fight, but anytime there's expectations, they disappoint. And so I always like catching Muschamp in a spot like this. They got rolled in Baton Rouge two weeks ago, but they did beat Auburn at home three weeks ago, and they're coming off a bye week. And I think they're catching AM in a little bit of a trap spot. So I kind of like. South Carolina, also like Kansas State, plus 12-and-a-half at home against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State got their heart tripped out at home by Texas in overtime. At, you know, big game last week. Yeah. Now they got to go up to Manhattan, Kansas, where no one likes to go. It just kind of feels like a little bit of a wonky, uh, weird spot. And uh, those are kind of some of my, my, my thoughts for tomorrow. On Sunday, man, I got a game on Sunday. I mean, I never want to say game of the year, but I'm saying top three to five. I freaking love Arizona by four at home against Miami and Tua. I, I don't think Miami with Tua and that offensive line can score with Arizona in the desert. Arizona on that fast track with Kyler Murray and the weapons they got, man, they're going to score some points. And I got some questions about Tua still. Uh, you know, in Alabama, he had such an amazing offensive line, four All-American receivers. Yeah. You know, at Miami, they have the number 30 offensive line in the league. You know, even in the win over the Rams last week, I watched it real close. Jared Goff melted down. Tua was 12-22 for 90 yards in that football game. You know, the football, I didn't really like the way the ball was coming out of his hand. It didn't look that good. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like this is a spot where I think Arizona may, may get them really good on Sunday. So that's my, fa- that's my favorite NFL game. I'm worried about the I'm – I'm a huge Saints fan. Lived in New Orleans from 09 to 14. Uh, so I would never go against the Saints or bet against them on principle. But Saints are in a little bit of a tough spot on Sunday night. I'm sure we're going to get to that. This is this is, this this one's going to be difficult. Tampa's – built up really for this game the whole season. Now everybody's kind of figuring out their roles, Brady and Gronk and Antonio Brown's debut. They were in a look-ahead spot on Monday night against the Giants where they came out sluggish in the first yeah. half, you know, looking ahead to the Saints in this game, battling for the top of the NFC South. And, you know, I don't know how the Saints are 5-2. and two. you got to give a lot of credit <laughs> to Breeze and Peyton and the culture. They know how to win close games. But, man, every week you get the Chargers ball doinking off the upright and the Carolina game is back and forth as was the Bears game. I mean, I, I, you know, they're great in well, most games, but that, that kind of worries me sometimes. Well, I got the Saints. I, I put it on this podcast, and I, if the WWL column that got swallowed by the election, I said Saints 35-17. I think the Saints are completely healthy. They got everybody. They're going to play their best game of the year. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate 
delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever pulled your nose hair out with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replacement blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turn off. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. Andrew has woken up from his drunken stupor and decided to join us. Andrew, thanks, thanks for joining us. Mincy, yeah, sorry guys. I apologize for being late. Oh, no worries, Andrew. Thrilled to, thrilled to be – I can't – I've been talking to Ralph. So pumped to be on the Saints Happy Hour podcast because uh, for the listeners, Andrew's been coming on mixing up events from my starting day in late December of 2015. You were one of my first guests that I had regularly. That's right. And uh, you were – you know, our friend Sean Fox, the uh, friend Monroe Rustin, connected us. And, you know, this is kind of full circle. I've, I've, I've always wanted to come on this podcast, to be honest. So I'm, he, I'm excited he to be told here. me. He told me and he told us Andrew about how he he did a video of him ranting and raving about Ole Miss defeating Kentucky. Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports Sports saw it and now he's working at Barstool and I just it was it, it was it's amazing. Um, and as a fellow gambling degenerate, I was telling him about my theory the bet. Uh, all NFL ten point underdogs, but Ben has a great theory that I think I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, incorporate and start doing from now on. First half college football unders, I love it. it his 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 theory on it is the games are long, these these players get tired, but at the beginning of the game, the game plan's good. Bet the unders the first half. The, the trouble with that is, like Ben Ben says, you gotta they don't give they don't roll out to the day of the game a lot of times for the college the first half unders. But I like that is and, and I can add it to my gambling degenerate repertoire, Ben. So thank you for that. <laughs> well, well, Ben, uh, Ralph has been in the uh, double digit NFL dog game for as long as I've known him, basically. Yes. And uh, so anything that you can do to kind of add to to the idiocy is, is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told I told him, Andrew. I said that this year, man, the Jets and COVID are going to ruin the the double digit underdog. Uh, yeah, they're kind of like they're kind of like your Rutgers this year. Yeah, I mean, the Jets. That, yeah, that's the thing, man. I, what Ben? If I rode Rutgers uh, b- before they brought Shiano back. They were my team, man. Oh, I just bet good. bet against Shiano, them man, every won, single won, week. I didn't care about the number. I mean, I bet them one week they they went against Ohio State. Ohio State was laying fifty four. I didn't even blink. <laughs> I think Chris Ash, who got fired, was good friends of Meyer and the old uh, Ohio State defensive coordinator too. So I actually don't don't hate that logic. Yeah. So, 
you said Miami was your uh, your best bet of the week. Do you have anything Arizona, else? Arizona, Arizona, Arizona. Arizona, that's Miami. right, against Miami. So do you have oh, anything yeah. else Not- you like in the NFL? You don't like the Saints, but – uh, I, I like the uh, I like I like over fifty two and a half in the Chargers Raiders game that I think is going to get really wild in L A on that fast track. The Raiders played a low scoring game because of the wind at Lake Erie and Cleveland and won like sixteen six or whatever last week. Uh, I think this is a spot where this game is going to get wild because uh, I've been calling Justin Herbert Justin Abair. I mean he's uh, you know he's rocking the great name well. But, uh, man, he's really impressing me with the way he plays. I've never seen a team blow more big leads. I mean, the Chargers, you know, we saw it. We certainly saw it the Monday night in New Orleans. But I, I think this game could get a little wild. So, I'm, I'm looking at the over in that one. It's probably my favorite uh, NFL total of the week. But that, that Arizona game is the one I'm really, really looking forward to. Well, well, well Mincy, uh, listen, I, I need your, your advice on this. And I'm feeling a little sick to my stomach just to even bring this up. I, I feel – quite frankly, I feel ill. Uh, but uh, – the Falcons, winners of two out of the last three. All of a sudden, they they they've found the the, the winning formula, and uh, they're they're playing the Broncos. They're favored, Mincy. They're favored by four points uh, going up against the Broncos. The Broncos are three and four, not as bad as you think. Uh, are you picking the Falcons this week? Man, I don't. This is t- this was actually one I had a tough time figuring out. The, the, you always see this when the coaches get fired. The players play hard for the interim, and Raheem Morris. It seems like the players really like him. I mean, we know he they bailed do. in Tampa, but it yeah. seems like they're playing a lot harder the last few weeks. Especially the the ending efforts were rough uh, under Quinn. But Atlanta did. That that that's a tough one because Atlanta always scares me when they're on the dome turf. They still got a lot of athletes and speed. You know, I look to try to – I think they struggle a little more when they go on the road and play on grass, even with the win they had just had uh, in Carolina. Drew Locke has looked horrible until the second half last week. Man, they, they I can't believe they came back and beat the Chargers 31-30. to uh, I, I would – man, I, I don't have a strong opinion, but I, I guess I'd lean Atlanta. I, I, feel know, like, mm. I feel like Atlanta and the Chargers will both be winning this game by 20, and it will end in a tie. Like, Ralph, are you are you sticking with your whole double digit dog thing? Because you got you got yep. the Panthers ten and a half against the Chiefs. Yep. So I assume I assume you're going Panthers. Yep. And then you got the Cowboys fourteen and a half right. against the Steelers. Uh, that is see that's the thing too. Now the Cowboys two are dead touchdowns. In the water. More. That's dead in the water too. The thing with the Cowboys of that might even scare me more than the Jets because the 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 Cowboys they don't have any functioning offense now. Like, they got Denunzio or Denunzio at quarterback. I forget his name. I mean, they're just – they just they're, – they can't function. And, and, and so, yeah. I don't know how they're going to score. Um, well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you right now, living in Virginia, um, where he went to college – I think it's Danucci, by the way. Danucci, that's job, it, yeah. but, but butcher, butchering that, good job. But uh, he's an hour away from Charlottesville, where I live, at JMU and James Madison. And I had never heard of him living an hour away. And, and now he's a starting quarterback of the uh, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. So that, that should tell you something. I think they're going with Cooper Rush this week because he was so bad last week. I mean, the, the thing is with the, with the Cowboys, too, is their defense is beat up and it is bad like Mike Mike they're, Nolan is they're kind of giving up yeah yeah Mike Nolan is those one of those coaches that like he is a great position coach 
But anything above a position coach, he is like one step out of his depth. And it's proven once again. And they're just – they're bad. Like like New Orleans, we loved him. We're like, man, he's gotten the linebackers to be good. With the Cowboys, it's like – I look at their defense, I'm like, they're just gaps everywhere. Dude's blowing assignment, people wide open. Um, Mike McCarthy, that was a – I was hoping that he would be of the Falcons if they had fired – um, Quinn, I was hoping that they would hire McCarthy because I believe he's a terrible coach. Uh, but Dallas hired him, and he's proven me correct. Um, <laughs> but, but Ben, is it, as you look at the NFL going forward for gambling, do you have a sense of, like, teams that you are going to – like, because I feel like as we get further into this year and, and sort of COVID hits these teams and then we have these bad teams – I feel like the lines are going to start to inflate on these good teams. Do you have any teams that you trust almost every single week going forward? Well, you're going against one of them this way. I think KC is about to turn it up up, and has been holding it back a little bit. And we're about to see them really, really turn it on these next five, six weeks. Uh, You know, I think they're just a little more healthy and, people figuring out their roles and stuff. They kind of just felt like they kind of Mahomes hadn't really got it going until last week against the Jets. And so I think they're going to, I mean, the Super Bowl champs and also got to compliment Patrick Mahomes. What a great voice that man has. I mean, you know, no, no one sounds better at the mic than, than he does. I always get a lot of comparisons because my voice sounds so much like him and I, I do a lot of fun stuff with that. Uh, so I, I kind of, I've been super impressed. I can't believe Pittsburgh's their first 7-0 start in history. I mean, you look at the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's so impressive. You know, they have such an amazing history. And for this to be the first 7-0 start, uh, just got to give them a ton of credit. They had a season from hell last year. They couldn't get first downs last year. And Tomlin impressed me so much just pulling out eight wins uh, with nothing. The Tennessee Titans are interesting to me because I found a gambling theory on them. Every game they play is going to be close. And so anytime they're laying like six or seven or more, you can just bet against them because like literally every game goes down to the wire. And so that's kind of been something uh, I've been riding as well. Interesting. All right. Hey, Mincy, I I want to ask you, uh, and listen, it's great to have you. Uh, I have to say before, before we get deeper, man, it's, uh, it was so much fun just getting started with you on radio and to see you at Barstools now you you uh you're killing it man and it's it's great to see so congrats on the new work and uh looking forward to seeing everything you do there um Bill Seahawks I I got two games for you this weekend that I'm really looking at closely big time games right you've got Seahawks and Bills the Seahawks have been maybe the worst defense in the league uh we've seen Drew Brees at his peak with the best offenses uh, playing with defenses like this, and yet, you know, it seemed like they were seven and nine every year. But here, the Seahawks are six and one, despite their defense. They play the six and two Bills, favored by three. I want your thoughts there, and 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 you've got an even, you've got a pick 'em game this week. The five and two Ravens against the five and two Colts. This to me feels like the gimme of the week, uh, picking the Ravens off of a loss. You know, ready to bounce back, just desperate for a win. To me, this this feels like a gift from heaven. Uh, and, and Baltimore is the easiest pick of the week. So, g- give me your thoughts on those two. 
Well, we agree on the Ravens front because there's no chance in hell I'm trusting Phillip Rivers against that Ravens defense. I just feel like that's a turnovers or whatever. They're going to put heat on him. And if you put pressure on him, we know he'll turn the ball over. Also, Lamar Jackson just getting to play in the dome on that fast track. You know, he went to college at Louisville, which is really close to Indianapolis. I like the Ravens on the bounce back. We're on the same side on that one. That Seattle Bills game, I cannot wait to watch the DK Metcalf Trey White matchup. Man, what a matchup that's going to be. I mean, DK Metcalf's been. Yeah, you got a little Ole Miss against LSU there. You do, yeah. you do, man. You certainly do. And uh, man, I just have been so impressed. Watching DK this year has been uh, it's been a joy to watch. But for some reason, my instincts are kind of feeling the same way you are. It's like Seattle. You know, they keep allowing so many points. I think I kind of like the Bills as the home dog a little bit in that man, one. I feel like that's bu- more going, the thing uh, more is the home Buffalo, underdog though. Like. Buffalo, their run defense is kind of a disaster, and that's the thing with Josh Allen. Their defense, they're kind of. I would, you know, I was listening to Mina Pine, Mina Kynes' podcast, and she was saying she was saying the Bills are kind of like the the AFC version of the Saints on defense, where she's like, "What the hell's going on?" Like you look at the Bills' defense, and you're like. You have all these players. You should be better than that. And that's what she said about the Saints. She's like, you look at the Saints, and they're like, you got Cam Jordan. You got Lattimore. You got Demario Davis. Why aren't you better? And the Bills, like their defense has sort of gone backwards, and now they kind of depend on Josh Allen to win him the game, and that's not really his thing. So I just think think Seattle's going to carve him up, man. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? 
You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Well, it's funny you mentioned uh, the Bills. The, the last year, there was a famous, a funny thing was on. Uh, you talk about some. You bet the ten point underdogs are higher every week. I just blindly took Bills unders all year on ESPN off the bench and went eleven and five last year. I mean, they literally every game was seventeen fourteen. And this year, we saw Josh Allen come out hot, and the defense kind of cratered a little bit. And it's completely, I kind of one eighty and flipped. But they've been playing a few more uh, unders lately. But yeah. that one, I don't have a strong feel. Uh, I, I do agree with Andrew, though, uh, on the on the Ravens. I like Ravens on Sunday. Yeah. Well, I, I've been riding Seattle all year. That's been successful to me. And I just want you guys to know that I went, went with the parlay of Packers plus – or, sorry, Packers minus seven and the over. Uh, I did both of those in a parlay on Thursday and, and hit – so I'm walking on water right now. Uh, <laughs> everything I everything I touch is gold. Uh, so you want to go with me on this, and I'm with Mints. Uh, Seahawks Andrew. minus three. I'm sticking with them. Andrews. They want him bring him to camp. He looks like a star of the day for the Saints. You're our star of the day, Andrew. It's true. <laughs> so. Um. Ben, I can't thank you enough, and I can't thank Andrew enough from waking up from his wine nap on a Friday night for finally joining us. That was nice. Um, but, Ben, tell the people how they can find you on Twitter and, and find what you're going to be doing for Barstool. Okay, yes, yeah, so I tw- changed all my Twitter. Andrew was calling me that a second ago. Everybody called me Mincy in South Louisiana, and it really t- took off. And uh, I'm now bar- – my, my old Twitter handle, my Twitter handle and Instagram are now at Barstool Mincy. 
uh, M-I-N-T-Z-Y on both. And I'm going really hard. These stoolies, Andrew, I now know what it felt like to be in the Grateful Dead, I think. Because these fans are, <laughs> I mean, I've never seen anything like these stoolies. I'm getting hundreds and hundreds of messages on Twitter and Instagram. I'm talking, I've probably gotten 500 to 700 messages in the last two or three days of new fans. I cannot believe how passionate and loyal these guys are. People are losing their minds. And uh, I just, it's, it's just crazy to see how rabid this fan base is. And I also want to mention, too, on the sports gambling front, Ralph, while we're talking about it. So Barstool is owned, Penn Gaming owns yep. five casinos in Louisiana. Louisiana just passed That's the sports right. gambling. Get with the program, Tuesday. Louisiana. Thank God. It's about time. Yeah, we can't let that money go to Mississippi. They got to quit letting that money go to Mississippi. Exactly. And the big thing for Louisiana is the proximity to Lake Charles, to Houston, and Shreveport, Bossier, to Dallas. You can start getting that Texas money back over Louisiana, stimulate the economy a little bit. So, Penn Gaming uh, owns Margaritaville, Bossier, Boomtown, Bossier, LaBerge, Lake Charles, LaBerge, Baton Rouge, and that Boomtown in Harvey, Louisiana on the West Bank. And uh, they're going to be doing a lot of stuff. These are going to be the Barstool sports books. It looks like coming up in the next year, and I'm going to be coming back doing shows from them. There are even rumors my picture could be on the wall. Yes, and uh, you know, I just that that that's just surreal uh, to me. But I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff coming back with the sports gambling, and I'm also want to say this too. I lived in New Orleans from 09 to 14. I love New Orleans food, music, culture, everything. <laughs> and man, whatever I can do to use this barstool platform to help. Uh, the economic recovery and just put eyes on New Orleans again. I'm here to do. I'm going to do a lot of features on Tipitina's. Hopefully they make it. Maple Leaf and, you know, Frenchman Street, the music. I'm going to go hit up the good restaurants. I'm going to come for Mardi Gras, Jazz Fest, Hogs for a Cause. I love New Orleans and anything I can do to help uh, after this COVID economic crisis, I'm going to try to do everything I can to give back to the city. It's given so much. Well, time. well, listen, Ben. Uh, look, we uh, we we wanted to wait to have you on until your 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 profile was as high as it was going to be. Yeah. So I I want to I want to thank you for uh, you know raising our profile uh, now that you're big time. Uh, but <laughs> listen, man, it's great to have you. It is. Yeah, for sure. Andrew, it was fun. I had you on. Andrew came on YouTube when I was unemployed five months ago. Sitting there at auction yeah. and Playboy Marty. That's right. That was that was only five months ago. I know. I, I ran through it. Life comes at you fast, man. That's right. Yeah, now I'm sitting here in Hell's Kitchen in New York City in the heart of Manhattan doing this podcast with y'all. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what though? When when you're a huge star and they have your life size cutout on all the sports book in Louisiana and Mississippi, I want you to remember us. That's all we that's all we that's all we ask, Missy. Oh, man, we can make that happen. I mean, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't tape a Saints Happy Hour podcast or one of these sports books sometimes. That's right. Now, now hey, we're talking. Let's now go. Now we're talking. Hey, man, Andrew and me, another reason 2020 sucks. We had a plan where Zach Streif told Andrew, he's like, listen, man, whenever y'all want to do a live show uh, with us. And me and Andrew were going to plan it. My wife was going to do it all. And then COVID ruined fucking everything. But that's the way it goes in 2020. Ben, thanks for joining us, guys. Find him on Twitter. He's giving you great gambling insight tonight. Everybody, have a great gambling weekend. Thanks for checking out the free show. 
Become a patron. Get Saints Happy Hour podcast every single day. We love you guys. We will see you after Saints Bucks. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.